G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, as we approach a number of state elections over the next 6 to 12 months, uh, it's interesting the way that church leaders may respond to electioneering, the campaigning that parties will do, because in a sense, church leaders have a responsibility to a community, and there is a call for more statesmen among our church leaders in Australia. Uh, let's talk about those statesmen, those church leaders. Geoffrey Bullock is the Queensland Director of the Family Voice Australia. He's joining us. Hello, Geoffrey. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks uh, for, for that very much, Neil. Geoffrey, let's talk about church leaders. It seems to me that church leaders don't always see themselves in the role of being statesmen in society. What are your thoughts on church leaders and whether they ought to be above a lot of areas of politics and being leaders with a certain level of integrity? One of the good things about the Christian faith is that we've got uh, connected to us as a central part of our faith the good things uh, about the way we ought to live together. And, you know, Christian people often say that we should live this way and that our laws should reflect God's will and purposes because if we look at the past and the research that's done, uh, you know, there's a lot of things in there that reflect the Christian worldview and Christian understanding of how we ought to live. And as a result of that, Christian leaders should be saying, you know, hey, these things are good. Uh, please, uh, let's do them and let's have laws that reflect it. And as such, they, they do act as statesmen. I sometimes talk to church leaders and also to civic leaders uh, with the suggestion that when we use the terminology the fathers of a city, that we might be referring to councillors, uh, but oftentimes that's another terminology that's applied to church leaders, and church leaders not always assuming that role. But when we talk about different levels of statesmanship, we're talking about state levels and then national levels, and I guess the church does reflect those when we have leaders at different levels in church life. And one of the good things, too, is that we can encourage Christian men and women who have got a concern for the society at large to put up their hand as candidates to become the statesmen that we need to, to be involved in the uh, political processes so that they can lobby or, or, or make an argument for Christian understandings of the way we ought to live together. Uh, yeah, so in that sense, um, we do need at the moment lots of people like that because the political processes tend to set aside that understanding uh, in favour of staying in power or the party comes first or those kinds of things. And that moves away from this idea of acting for the common good and being a statesperson, not, not just for the party, not just for their own uh, ambitions, but 
for the good of the nation. Geoffrey, right around Australia, in all of the states and territories, no doubt, there will be people who hold strong Christian faith, who are already elected, they're already MPs. Is there a sense, what you're saying here is that perhaps those who are already elected may not actually be assuming the level of statesmanship as a Christian believer, as a Christian leader, that they ought to? One of the problems of party politics is that when, when a person becomes a, a representative of the people in an electorate, they have three areas where they've got to sort of consider. One is the political party, one is the will of the people that they represent, and one is their, their own, own personal standing. And unfortunately, what, what happens often for too many Christian people who are in, in Parliament is that the the party politics plays a greater part and the desire to stay in power becomes a way of forcing them to compromise their faith and to hide it. And I I happen to know that at least in one political party, which will remain nameless, uh, that's what what happens, that uh, sometimes they're just told to shut up and think of the good of the party. Now, that's, that's that's not good enough, but at the same time, um, they are in there and they can argue for their point of view in the caucuses to, as they discuss issues and legislation. Um, and they're the kinds of people we need. Unfortunately, the, the system itself militates against that kind of thing because, as uh, one, one MP said to me once, you know, well, we can't do these things that would be good if we're not in power. And as a result of that, you know, the, the desire to stay in power takes, takes place. And if that means compromising the Christian faith and the good thing that you want to bring in, unfortunately, that's the political reality. Jeffrey, are you saying that church leaders already in roles of leadership ought to be thinking about a career in politics? Or were you suggesting that good, strong Christian believers within the context of church should be pursuing a political career? Certainly both uh, are possible. Uh, What we do need is for Christians to put up their hand, but they also must be competent politicians. They must be people who are truly representative, truly love the people, truly want the best for the state uh, that they're in, and if they can't do that, if they can't be competent in that role, they, they really shouldn't be putting their hands up. But that's that's for every Christian person, Christian leaders, Christian people in the pew. Uh, anybody can become that if they have the heart and the ability to do it. And, and we'd, I'd encourage many Christians to join political parties to try and and bring Christ to that place and and plant ideas that are good for the nation in the minds of the people at the branch level and beyond. Jeffrey, anyone who enters politics has to have a thick skin and there would be a battle. Now, it could be a battle for anyone who wants to assume leadership positions in political parties, eventually the government of the nation or the government of a state. But that thick skin, that's a, it's a rarity. Is it something that Christians need to nurture and, uh, and, uh, and extend themselves to, to understand and to grow to have that thicker skin? Well, it's certainly a place where patience, um, winsomeness and forthrightness need to combine to be able to convince, persuade, uh, rebuke, stand up 
two, and the, the whole deal. It's certainly a very character-forming uh, job, if I can put it that way. And I know some of the people, you know, quite a few of the people involved as Christians in that, who you certainly are being refined, it is sometimes through fire. <laughs> the statesmen I can think of are typically people who have been the greatest servants to their community, to the nation, that issue of being a servant, having a servant heart, is going to be a foundation, isn't it, for someone who expects one day to have the respect of all sides of politics or all groups of people. And, Neil, I think you could say, too, that that's the, one of the great advantages of a Christian person being in politics, that they're not there to serve themselves. They're there to serve God and the people. I mean, you know, love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbour as you love yourself. It's a, a wonderful avenue for Christian people who believe that to actually put it into practice. And they, they, they do reap the just rewards, both personally and also for the nation. There is room for more Christian statesmen and, as you rightfully said to Geoffrey, uh, states people. We don't uh, just masculinise that terminology, but there is room for people who are servants of the community and servants of God, servants yep. in their local church, to rise to positions of prominence. Uh, we're talking about the avenue that some people might choose, the avenue of politics, and with state elections on the way, opportunities will present themselves. Geoffrey Bullock, our guest. Geoffrey's the Queen. Queensland Director of Family Voice Australia. You can visit the Family Voice website at www.fava.org.au. Geoffrey, good talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.